हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट एटीन सॉवर्निटी एंड आवर टॉपिक इज एक्सटर्नल सॉवर्निटी सॉवर्निटी एज सीन फ्रॉम इनसाइड अ स्टेट इज सुप्रीम अथॉरिटी एंड एज सीन फ्रॉम आउटसाइड इज सेल्फ गवर्निंग अथॉरिटी in other words external sovereignty refers to the state's place in the international order and therefore to its sovereign independence in relation to other states in international relations sovereignty has become synonymous with state power it is useful to conceive of external sovereignty as constitutional independence the state possesses a constitution written or unwritten democratic or otherwise which makes it independent from other states state sovereignty in the sense of constitutional independence consists of being apart from other similar entities the moment a state establishes a constitutional link with another state it loses its sovereignty for it is contained within a wider scheme external sovereignty in other words implies that there is no higher political authority over the state the sovereign state has the exclusive jurisdiction over its territory its occupants resources and events that take place there the practice of sovereignty underlying the contemporary state system is generally traced to the peace of westphalia the state of treaties that marked the end of third 30 year war in 1648 while this is a gross oversimplification of a complicated process that developed over centuries however by the 17th century some of the features of the state system had solidified in two broad respects the system of sovereign states triumphed at westphalia first states emerged as virtually the soul from the constitutional authority in europe secondly it brought to an end intervention in matters of religion up to the then the most commonly practiced abridgement of sovereign prerogatives the principle of exclusive jurisdiction over people and resources within its territory has been codified by many agreements and treaties the charter of united nations for instance incorporated the principle of territorial integrity and political independence in article 24 thus members shall refrain in their international relations from the treat or use of force against the territorial integrity or political independence of any state or in any other manner inconsistent 
with the purposes of the United Nations. External sovereignty also establishes the basic condition of international relations and archy, meaning the absence of a higher authority over the states. There is no rule making and rule enforcing institution in international relations. Anarchy or the absence of higher political authority above the states does not necessarily imply chaos or absence of order. In fact, although there is no international government, there exists a rule governed social order in international relations, states initially free of obligation to one another have accepted a whole body of formal and informal rules. For instance, international law rules governing diplomacy and recognition of spheres of influence etc. Many of the formal and informal rules accepted by the states restrict their freedom of action in certain activities and spheres. Moreover, because of the uneven distribution of power capabilities of states, the powerful states have greater freedom of action than the weaker states. Some scholars therefore talk of the erosion of state sovereignty or it being present only in great powers. But it should be noted sovereignty is not autonomy or freedom of action but constitutional independence. The distinction between the autonomy and the independence is the distinction between political and legal sovereignty. The states may be losing the ability to do what they want, but not their right to do so. If sovereignty is understood in political terms, one can argue that from the inception of the state system, states had not much freedom of action. But if sovereignty is understood to mean the basic organizing principles of international relations, that is an order structured around the sovereign states, then nothing much has changed. International commitments that place restrictions on states' domestic policies are those that have been voluntarily accepted by states as sovereign entities. In contemporary international relations, the most basic norms, principles and the practices continue to rest on state sovereignty. While the principle of external sovereignty is widely recognized and enshrined as a basic principle of international law, it is not without its critics. There are those who draw our attention to the sinister implications of granting each state exclusive jurisdiction over its own territory, people and resources human rights advocacy groups, for instance, provide abundant evidence of state capacity to abuse, terrorize and even 
exterminate their own population and argue for intervention in states. They insist that states should conform to a higher set of moral principles usually expressed in the doctrine of human rights. Attempts have been made to embody such principles in international law, notably in the United Nations Declaration of Human Rights. Then there are those critics who suggest that the classical argument for sovereignty should go beyond national sovereignty. Thinkers such as Bodin and Hobbes emphasized that sovereignty was the only alternative to disorder, chaos and anarchy. Yet this is precisely what a rigorous application of the principle of national sovereignty would turn international politics into. Just as the absence of an internal sovereign leads to brutality and injustice in interpersonal and intra-societal relations, so does the absence of a supreme international authority leads to illegal interventions by powerful states and disputes and armed conflict between the states. In this way, the classical doctrine of sovereignty can be turned into an argument for world government. Now, let us conclude the unit. Sovereignty is a contentious concept in domestic and international relations. As we saw, the concept developed as an instrument for the assertion of royal authority over federal lords in the construction of modern territorial states. Political thinkers from Machiavelli to Rousseau believed that instability and disorder were obstacles to a stable society and could only be overcome by viable governments that could firmly establish sovereignty over territory and population. While political thinkers differed on the location of sovereignty and therefore the form of government, they were united in believing that only a determinant authority had the capacity to maintain order. The concept of sovereignty was then integrated by theories of international relations through a set of ideas that evolved over a period of time, but got established at Westphalia that ended the moral authority of the church over secular rules. Though external sovereignty has undergone major changes as a result of the international commitments made by the sovereign states as well as because of growing interdependence of states. The basic international norms, principles and practices continue to rest on state sovereignty that is constitutional independence of states. Now let us wind up the session and we have come to the end of the unit. Thank you very much.
for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast. Thank <music> you.